Welcome to the Equip and Encourage podcast. My heart and prayer is to be an encouragement to you in your pursuit of Jesus and to equip you in the advancement of His kingdom. If you'd like to connect with me further, head on over to my website at pastorjoshleadership.com. Well, hey, welcome to the Equip and Encourage podcast. I'm so glad that you allow me to speak into your life every single week. So honored uh, that you would just take the time to do that, that you would tune in and just want to encourage you, if this is a blessing to you, that you would share the love, that you would rate, review, share, let somebody know about the podcast, let somebody know on social media uh, how this is a blessing to you. Maybe it's something that you know somebody uh, that needs to hear the message. So get it to them, push it. I would love to, to take part encouraging all your friends and family and all those people that you have influence over. Also, let me know if there's some subjects that you would like for me to cover between now and the end of the year. would love to get to some topics that you would be interested in hearing my thoughts on. And uh, well, hey, before we go any further today, I want to get into this week's equipping session. All right, so here's the deal. I use this app every single day called the Ultimate Coffee Calculator. And basically what the Ultimate Coffee Calculator is, is it's a tool to measure coffee. And so, I, again, I use it every single day. You set your ratio, you set your grams, you, and it will show you uh, how many grams of water. So if you're using coffee measurements in grams, uh, which I would highly recommend, then it's a great resource for you. For those of you that don't drink coffee, I know that you don't care anything about it, but I know it's on iOS. I don't know if it's on Android. I'm sure it is, but it's called Ultimate Coffee Calculator, and it's orange, and you can't change the color, which is not awesome, but it's pretty cool. You just put in there um, the amount of coffee, the amount of grams, the ratio, which I use a one to 18 ratio the standard is kind of a 1 to 16 so I sound like a weakling there and then you put your water grams on there it's great I use it every single morning when I brew my coffee and I think you should too it's called the ultimate coffee calculator get in on that it's in your app store it's free well hey I want to talk today about something that's been on my heart for a long time and uh, the it's the topic of manners and I feel like that many times Christians are just not always really good citizens and I think it's critical, I think it's important that we, as followers of Christ, people that identify with Jesus, that we would be model citizens. It doesn't mean that we don't ever get mad about anything. It doesn't mean that we don't express our frustrations about things. But I think that we should be setting the bar in the world of what it looks like to be kind, nice, merciful, gracious, all those things. You know, we live in a very fast culture. Uh, things are moving quick. Everything's instant. You can drive through drive throughs You can have food uh, in just a few moments. You can have good coffee within a matter of seconds. And 
in our hustle and bustle and so many times getting things done, we can develop this me first mentality that I need to be the first one in line, that I need to be the next taken care of because I've got important things to do. And so many times in the midst of running to do the important things that we've got to do, we devalue people. And I want to remind you today that if you are a follower of Christ, that the most important thing besides your relationship with Jesus would be the people that are in front of you. We get caught up in missions. We get caught up in, in the, you know, the, kind of this idea that people are a distraction. Listen, if you are a follower of Jesus, people are the mission. So I'd encourage you to start seeing yourself in that light. So I want to talk today about practical honor or practical Christianity. You know, we many times we talk about following Jesus. We talk about evangelism. We talk about going out and advancing the message. I'm all about that. We should definitely be doing that. But we many times need to be putting our actions in front of our words that we are showing, hey, I'm following Jesus. It's influencing my life this way. I'm different because of that. And so really I'm talking about honor, about practical honor. Romans chapter 12, verse 10, Paul says this, love one another with brotherly affection. And then he makes this statement in the English Standard Version, the ESV, outdo one another in showing honor. Man, if we could get our mind around that concept, outdo one another by showing honor. Many times we want honor. I want honor. I know I'm sure that you want honor, but can we outdo everyone else in honoring one another? Philippians chapter 2 verse 3, in humility count others more significant than yourselves. So that I'm seeing myself through a lens, not a me first lens, not a I'm I've got to be so self-focused, I've got to be so self-care, all those kind of, He's saying this, listen, the best way to function in your identity in humility is to is to view others as more significant than yourself. So viewing each other as more significant than we see ourselves. So we're talking about hospitality. Romans chapter 12, 13. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Practice hospitality. So how do we practice hospitality? What does hospitality look like? What does honoring other people look like? Uh, again, not that we are trying to get people out of our way, but we go out of our way to help people. So I have a rule, just practical. I want to be real practical today. Uh, first thing is this, is I open doors for people, oh, especially strangers. Well, obviously for people I know, but I hold the door open for people. I have a rule that if somebody is within 10 feet of me, if I'm going through a door, a door that needs to be open, that's not an automatic door, that I go out of my way, that I slow down enough to hold the door open for people. People my age, people older than me, people younger than me, women, anybody, I always open the door for somebody else that is within 10 feet of me. I understand I could hold the door for someone that's 50 feet, 100 feet away from me, but if they're within 10 feet of me, it's my job, I see it as my responsibility to hold the door open for those people. Another thing, tipping in restaurants. Tipping in restaurants. So if you're tipping in restaurants, one of the great things that we have now is all this digital thing that tells you, hey, how was your service today? I would say that you never go below that 20% mark. It used to be 15%, but I think kind of the standard has become the 20%. That shows that it's like right in the middle. I would say that you never go below. We say, well, what if I had bad service? Listen, your tipping speaks more about you than it does about the service that you've received because you're an ambassador 
for Christ. I, I ran into a, a friend of mine, and I've had uh, several friends make this statement over the year that they over the years that said that I would never give to a man more than I would give to God, and they were speaking of the tithe, so they wouldn't tip above ten percent and my mind is blown by that because you are tithing off of everything. You're just tipping off your service. So that is a very broken mindset. Listen, beloved, you can afford. If you, can, if you can't afford to tip, then don't go out to eat. Those people are there. They're making like two bucks an hour. So make sure and take care of your waiters and waitresses. It, we can have a different discussion. I would love to have people's thoughts on, you know, more of like a casual fast food or, uh, you know, restaurants where you go up and you order your food and you don't really have anybody serving you. I don't think that applies there, but if someone is coming up to your table and they are serving you, then you need to make sure and honor them with at least 20%. It's just good manners to do that. So a bad tip speaks more of you than it does the service you got. Um, this is one thing that I've that I've learned. We we had this thing happen a couple of weeks ago where we went to uh, Taco Cabana and it took 45 minutes to get our food. It was frustrating. It was a Sunday. We were wore out. We were exhausted. I was about ready to get up and leave. Um, made sure that I maintained, you know, didn't have the best attitude with my family, but I did have uh, try to be kind to the people that were working there. I'm sure that they didn't want to be that far behind. I was just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And so what I found is that even in my frustration that I could express kindness, that I wasn't going to let poor service dictate to me how I behaved, that I was still going to represent Jesus, as it says in uh, 2 Corinthians 5.20, I was still going to represent Jesus as his ambassador, which is what it says, we are Christ's ambassadors. So I'm not going to act entitled, you know, well, it should have been here 20 minutes ago. I went up and I just said, hey, you know, what's going on? We ordered, you can be kind. And what I've found is that being kind will go a lot further than being rude, being frustrated, expressing, you know, um, kind of this righteous indignation, you know, I paid for this food. What I've found is that just being kind about things, you can say things in a different way, even complain in a kind way. And I think you'll get a lot further. And plus, it'll kind of keep the fires inside of you uh, calm. Another thing that uh, I'm thinking about in the in the area of manners is just be observant. Pay attention to what's going on. Uh, let people go in front of you. Don't enter the room mouth first. Uh, that's a problem that I have. I'm sanguine. I'm an extrovert. So I am, man, I'm walking in the room. Hey, how's everybody doing? And I've gotten myself into trouble. Not really trouble, but I've kind of made a fool of myself sometimes leading out with my mouth and not being observant. And sometimes I can dishonor people when I do that. So be patient with people uh, when they're in the middle of something. You know, you go to uh, get in line at a, you know, to get service somewhere, whatever it is that you're just being aware and you're just being patient, that you're waiting your turn. Uh, if someone wants to cut in front of you, it's not a big deal. You can afford it. Uh, just allow that to happen. If someone cuts you off in traffic, you don't have to react out of that. And, you know, just speaking of traffic, one of the things that I've noticed is that people have zero grace in the midst of traffic. So you've got a lot of grace in your life. You can be a little graceful. Um, sometimes I'll make mistakes when I'm driving. And what I've noticed is that people aren't very kind when I make those mistakes. You know, they're laying on the horn. So I try to make sure that I pay it forward. You know, maybe they're just making this one mistake. Maybe they're not the worst driver in the world. Maybe they're just having a bad driving moment. So think about that. Be considerate of others whenever you're dealing with those things. Um, Another, let's talk for just a moment about communication. Uh, use words, good manners. Use the words please, 
Use the words thank you. Use the words you're welcome. Don't act like an entitled brat. Say please. Say thank you. Say you're welcome. Smile. Give eye contact. These are all just proper forms of communication in the conversation of manners. Um, have have just just small talk with people. And I know sometimes we say, "Oh, that's just small talk." Listen, for some people, if you're work, if you're at work and you feel lonely and you're just working at a job that you hate, it's a lot better when someone's kind to you. And small talk can be big talk to them in that moment. So I I make it a practice that whenever I'm going somewhere, I'm in line at the grocery store, which can be a very frustrating thing. Is that I just make light conversation with people. Hey, how you doing today? You doing all right? You know, are you guys been pretty busy? Just little com- little things like that, just to show people, hey, you've got a friend within your job. I know you can't wait to get off and get home. I know you're working. It's no fun, but I want to let you know that that your job. I appreciate what you're doing, and I'm gonna maybe I'll express that, maybe I won't, but at least I can express some kindness by asking them, by having to have some small talk, some just general conversation. Another thing is address just the way that you address people. Um, address people as sir, madam, you know, things like that. Uh, if if someone has a title, if they're a doctor, refer to them as a doctor. If they're a pastor, refer to them as pastor. If you know whatever, if they're a professor at your school, you know refer to them as a professor, then make sure that you that you are kind of hat in hand whenever you talk to people, that you address people in a way that's honoring them. And so I say, sir, to people that are younger than me, that are older than me, I just say, sir, ma'am, I'm always kind with, with that language. It's always just good to honor people just in a little word like that you can honor people. Uh, one of the things that really frustrates me is is the whole bro thing. Hey, bro, what's up, bro? How's it how's it going, bro? It's like I appreciate you're trying to be personal, but if you haven't developed that uh, rapport with somebody, then don't call them bro, especially someone that's older than you. And so uh, that's just one thing that that I've noticed. It always bothers me when younger people. Uh, younger leaders especially refer to older leaders as bro it's just it's kind of irritating for me it, it bugs me a little bit but whenever i see them do it to other people it really really irritates me and it might not bother bother other leaders but i think it's just a way that you can honor someone that's really simple and easy and again if they have a title uh, give them, give them a, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt on that. You know, they're a doctor, call them doctor. Uh, if they're a professor, you know, call them professor. Uh, I always, you know, with our kids, one of the things that we do is, is if there's an adult, if they're talking to an adult, they say Mr. And then usually their first name, like if they were talking, uh, to, you know, John and he's older than them, they wouldn't call him John. They definitely wouldn't call him bro. And they would say, Mr. John, that's what we would tell them to say, just because we want them to develop that mindset of, hey, honoring up, honoring up. And so another thing with communication is just respond. Just respond to people. Uh, Respond to text messages. Respond to emails. Respond uh, to comments, those kind of things. Make sure that you're being a person that is responsive. Well, hey, I hope this helps you today just to think about other people. I know it's a little bit different than what we normally cover, but love one another with brotherly affection and outdo other people with the way that you honor them. Outdo everyone else. Say, man, I'm going to out-honor anybody else. I'm going to honor the people in front of me. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week.